I'm in the big leagues. Tony don't miss me. Ballin' like Houston. Ayy, feelin' like Whitney. I need a bag, bruh. Send it through quickly. I'm making his dog. Like I'm in the big leagues. Told him that I gotta go, dog. I'm riding a road, y'all. I think that I'm back. Yo, 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 yo. What's happening? Happy Sunday. It's your boy James Woods the third. And it's your girl cook done one cook the thug cookie by do. I swear, I didn't we. I, you were Daenerys last time because you have a, a different mm-hmm. name. Because Badu wasn't on there when we did it the last time. Mm, I think, like, uh, no, I think it was. That was the first time I did the Cookie Badu. It's actually Cookie Badu 3000, but I ain't got my goals in. <laughs> Very so bombs I, over Baghdad. Yeah, so I okay. leave, I leave the, the, the goals to the side, leave 3000 to the side. Okay, heard you. Well, welcome back to another episode of the Good Tea Great Time Podcast. We talk about real shiznit with real people. Uh, Cookie kind of snuck one on me, you know, as she normally does. Y'all know she does that type stuff. Um, with today's uh, topics and, and all of the good jazz. So I'm just going to shut my fat ass up. <laughs> I, I don't even know what to tell y'all right now. Okay, well, first things first, we have a guest in the Good Tea Great Time building today, you guys. Another guest, one of my favorites. I am so excited to be sharing her with you all. We have Kenyatta in the building. Hey, Kenyatta. Hi, people. Ping, 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 ping. <laughs> Kenyatta is someone that I met years ago while I was working at Atlanta Couple Therapy, and she was amazing, amazing. She left a forever imprint on me, and um, like I told her before, we definitely are going to be working on things in the future, so get used to her. Get used to her, because she'll be around. So Kenyatta, how are you today? Huh, I'm doing really good. Thank you guys for inviting me. I want to start there by thanking you guys for letting me share this space with y'all and inviting me to your platform. But yeah, I'm doing well. Um, I did some traveling. I went to a convention in Orlando this weekend, so okay. that was cool. So yeah, just kind of getting back to the use of being at home, mm-hmm. um, braving through Hartsville. As you know, the airport is a mess. So yeah, yeah but overall, I'm in a great mood today. That's great. That's super, super great. Um, James, what you been up to since you last talked to the folks? Child, I don't know who the hell told me that grad school was a good idea, but I want to fight them. Like, all of them, like, at one time. Oh, okay, so it wasn't just Royal Rumble. No, you want to list though. Yeah, I I would say yeah. But no, it's been been cool. Um, I guess it's a matter of finding my rhythm because... I'm used to work being due by a certain point, but I'm not used to so much work being due at the same time mm-hmm. from like five different people. Yeah. So I think that's not a struggle, but a learning uh, situation that I'm trying to, to do. Yeah. For sure. Mm-hmm. I was going to say curve, but I was like, is that what it is? But yeah. Well, that was my brain told me <laughs> what I said. But yeah. No, other than that, it's been chill. I think I don't think I did it. Yeah, it's been cool. I just been writing home writing papers and doing homework. Mm, okay, I feel you there. Well, I know for me, um, I did have a lot of my friends that went to Invest Fest, mm. so that was something that was going on. It took me a minute to get here this morning or this afternoon rather, uh, cause of all the traffic. Um, but you guys, I got an audition. I just found out. I just talked to them about. It. I got an audition to Audible, and I got to figure out how to get out these audio books. Because I spent like seven, two hours in these audio books in the last like 
not 72 hours, but <laughs> like, that's a problem. Like, I'm up late, early in the morning. These stories is good. These writers are doing their thing. Just be very clear. <laughs> she is not listening to Harry Potter. I am. Okay. She is not I, Hermione Granger. I started with the color purple. <laughs> so that's something. And it was very enriching, you guys. It was very enriching. Also, side note, where I get a cool point, I just recently watched a conversation uh, between James Baldwin and Nick Giovanni. Okay. And that was very, very deep. Okay. And I was like, dang. And I felt really, um, hmm, what's the politically correct way to say this word? I felt slower than I should. I feel like that's not the <laughs> word. Yeah, it's still it. not the word. But the word that it was on the tip of my tongue, that wasn't it either. Um, but it was, they were just so before their time back then. Yeah. And I'm stuff that I'm realizing now they knew then. So yeah. I'm just been on an exploration of media. Mm-hmm. Okay. Before we continue, uh, <laughs> I just want to clarify something. Well, it's more as well a question. Do you think people should be able to give themselves cool points? I think they should be earned. I think you present it as, do I get a cool point for this? And then from there, we allow the point. Okay, well, do I get a cool point for this? Absolutely not. No. (laughs) (laughs) I just knew I did, though. You would have. You get get half a legendary legend star. Uh, Okay, anyway, because I'm over James. Today's topic... Today's topic is dating. What is it and why is it important? So sliding into the first segment, uh, what is dating? Are you good at it and why is it important? But first, I'm going to give you the definition or what difference between says is the definition um, of dating. And it is a process where an individual gets to know about another individual for the main purpose of figuring out if this is the or a perfect partner. Hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. That is what dating is. Are you good at it? What is it to you? And why is it important? Who want to go first? Ladies first. Yeah. Um. First of all, I love this difference between. I love that resource. Um. They have a lot of insight, so check that out. Um. Sorry. What was your question? <laughs> <laughs> what is dating? Are you good at it, and why is it important? (laughs) Um, Everyone now is saying that dating is collecting data. I'm Mm -hmm. sure y'all have heard that lately. Mm -hmm. Have y'all? No, Mm -hmm. but that was good. I've heard that on podcasts. A lot of of therapists are saying that, like, oh, dating is collecting data. So I think dating is a process in which you get to know someone that you are potentially interested in. It could be for a couple things, maybe attraction level, maybe something that they posted on Instagram. But Mm -hmm. ultimately, it's somebody that you are attracted to for something. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's a process, like I said, of getting to know them and seeing if they could be a suitable partner. Now, that's what I think it should be. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to leave that there. Okay. (laughs) All right. Are you good at it? Um, I would say no because it hasn't been successful. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I love the transparency. That's, that's very real. That's I very love very the transparency. Real. But why? And then I guess <clears throat> you possibly have kind of touched on it. But why is dating so important? Mm-hmm. Um, I think dating speaks to your ability to coexist with people mm. and your people skills. Mm. I think dating gives you a measure of who you are and how you show up. Because if every relationship ended poorly, mm-hmm. then that gives you kind of some insight into who you are and what's going on with you. So Mm -hmm. I think it's a great way to build self-awareness about who Mm -hmm. you are um, after you've looked at your patterns in dating. It's one of the most, like, 
important relationships next to family, mm-hmm. a partner, and it's a lot of emotion involved there. So how you handle that, <laughs> how you handle dating speaks to, you know, your nooks and crannies and your holes. Yeah, no, I think that's funny. I literally showed James a meme the other day, um, <laughs> and it was like, uh, yes, because the last episode was the internet. No, was it? I don't know. Let me Mind you, I was trying to title it, and I was like, Ooh. what the hell did we talk about? Yeah, I don't know. But so I, I do remember on the Internet is Undefeated episode, um, I brought up a meme where it says, uh, if you want to know who you were in the past, look at your exes. Your exes are a mirror of your self-esteem and your self-motivation and all of that, of who you are during that time. Mm-hmm. So I do see a lot of truth, a lot of truth in that. What about you, James? What is dating? Are you good at it? And why is it important? Um, before I get to the questions of that, I might ask you to repeat again because okay. I'm probably going to forget it. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, to, I think both of y'all made an excellent point and I think that your exes show a pattern of behavior Mm -hmm. but I also think that they show your growth in between Mm -hmm. each relationship Mm -hmm. and if you learn lessons and if you haven't learned lessons the definition of insanity right Mm -hmm. is doing the same Same thing thing. and expecting expecting a different result Um, so I, I think that I okay sorry I told you what was the question? <laughs> right. Uh, the question is, what is dating? Are you good at it? And what it, and why is it important? Okay. Um, I'm I'm vi- I'm gonna vibe off mm-hmm. Kenyatta's uh, data collection. Mm-hmm. Um, just because that's essentially what it yeah. is. And people call it different things, or they put mm-hmm. it in different boxes. Right. But at the end of the day, you're still collecting information. You're, you know, mm-hmm. harnessing those tools and and wrapping your mind around who this person is based off of what they show you, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, am I good at it? I think I'm okay. Mm-hmm. I'm okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what was the third? <laughs> <laughs> Why is it important to you? Is it So okay. in dating now, mm-hmm. it's important because historically, if I like somebody, they like me to be together. Right. Mm-hmm. Obviously, that hasn't worked. So it's important to me to date because it gives me time to learn the person, but more so it gives the person time to learn me. Mm-hmm. Um, because in order to be successful together, we have to understand, you know, where the other one lacks or or what his weaknesses are, what her weaknesses are, what she like, what he don't like. Um, because a lot of times, I feel like people in that stage of of dating. Um, get into people pleasing because mm. they want it, right? Yeah. And I feel like if she hates the fact that he chew with his mouth open, but she's not gonna say nothing while they're dating, right? Because she want to be in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Two years down the line, this nigga still smacking, and mm. she ready to, you yeah, know, no, that's co-op real. And boom. Yeah, no, that's real. Even like uh, going as far as uh, best foot forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people talk about a mask. When a you mask. first meet someone, you yes. have on this mask of your best person, your representative. Oh, yeah. And it takes a while for you to be able to lower that mask or be able to let down the guard to show who you really are. And that's who you, that's what the dating is for me. Mm-hmm. That's when you get comfortable enough to show who you really are mm-hmm. to so that person can learn who you really are. Dating in the beginning, all that shit, where y'all just spending money on each other and looking at each other, Google eyes, that ain't really yeah. it. Mm-hmm. When she got crust in her eye and you look in her eye, that's 
the dating. That's the real life of it. That's what, to me, that is. After the honeymoon phase of dating, mm-hmm. after those first three months or so, depending <laughs> on how long y'all be seeing or how long y'all see or how much y'all see each other, that is the dating phase, seeing what that person is like unapologetically being themselves. Mm. Am I good at dating? I don't know. James, are you? <laughs> Well, I feel like you want me to say uh, I'm okay again, but I wanted to change it to say yes. Um, I kind of want to change my answer too. Okay. okay. Because based on your definition, and my mic is all right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, based on the definition, you said a process to see if someone is the one or not. Mm-hmm. And I think I do a good job of that. I have rendered them all as not the one. Period. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or a one. <laughs> right. But then that's also where we dive into the criteria. Okay, or the next. one. Okay, yeah, that's, that's a thing. So, okay, cool. Um, you going to answer the, the last question? Yeah, yeah I'm waiting. Okay, am patiently. I... Am I... Okay, did I answer... What nope. did I say when I was said I was good at dating? You passed it on to me. You like, you didn't want to answer James, are you? Oh, shit. That was okay. your answer to My bad, question. y'all. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. So, am I good at dating? Uh. No. I move way too fast. I be, mm-hmm. like, in love real quick. I fall in love with a representative. You hear me? Okay. Because, yeah. yeah. I but see. I have, uh, I think I've had a good job or a good uh, look with still loving the person I find later. Mm. I oh. feel like the things that I saw that are just the spark of in the beginning mm-hmm. manifested into something that I thought they could, mm-hmm. and they actually did. So it worked out. Oh, you got lucky, baby. Yeah, yeah, so I think that was that for this specific relationship. Now, them niggas in the past, <laughs> it was a hit or miss, hit or miss. I was very lusty and just looking at very uh, material things. Mm. Um, we're not even material, physical things mm-hmm. to uh, make sure the attraction was there and then build upon it. Um, but, yeah, that's ass backwards now that I'm grown and knowing that. But um, No, I think because I was having a conversation What's today? Sunday? Mm-hmm. Like Friday. And it was said that if you are getting to know somebody or you're dating somebody mm-hmm. and you see that person and you see their potential, mm-hmm. some people fall in love with the, or in like, or whichever adjective mm-hmm. you decide to describe it. Infatuation. <laughs> <laughs> fall into that with the person based off of what they see they can be. Mm-hmm. Which I personally feel is tricky because sure. God knows how long it'll take them to right. live up to the expectation that you painted mm-hmm. for them. They if might they not do. even want to. Right. If they do. If yeah. they do. Yeah. And I think a good rule of thumb with that is for me, my thing was I saw some potential in some uh, areas and then I had a con- followed up. You know, with a conversation about those things, huh? <laughs> and we talked, and I seen where his head was, mm-hmm. and seen that that those goals or those dreams aligned with the potential that I saw. Mm-hmm. So I found out ultimately you want to be there too. Mm-hmm. So that's I feel like that's a big difference in seeing that potential and working in that space. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, na- naively, mm-hmm. in a naive way, because you don't know if that's what they want. Mm-hmm. A lot of people see the potential that the other person never sees mm-hmm. and will never see because they don't want that for themselves. Mm-hmm. So I try to be mindful of that. You guys make really good points about 
ultimately dating is a process to see sure. like you said in the past you moved too fast because you were infatuated or enamored by whatever it is mm-hmm. that they had going on but it's really about getting to know somebody and i liked your point as well related to that yeah no, literally uh my boyfriend told me we're in a relationship but we are very much so still dating until we get married wow yeah and i love that because i still that Okay, too many thoughts. So, <laughs> I feel, listen, I feel like <clears throat> even when people get married, you should still date because at the end of the day, you never really know yourself mm-hmm. because you're constantly growing and changing as you adapt to environments and situations that come up in life. But also, you never really know your partner in its totality, because they're also doing the same thing exactly. at the same time. Exactly. So I think constantly dating is super dope because it's like you're getting to know whoever this person is is changing into as they come into mm-hmm. those those things that they didn't know they could do as they come into their potential and now this is a new life, this is a new you know era or whatever. It's like getting to know that person, and I think it keeps things exciting. Yeah, no, I agree. I That's a great agree. point that he makes that you guys are still doing that up until even in marriage mm-hmm. like, and that's yeah. the part I added I added yeah we're gonna date after marriage too cause his grandmama told us <laughs> that people change every seven years and I thought that was mm-hmm. interesting cause I read somewhere didn't get that citation but I read somewhere that people change every five years actually mm-hmm. we're always mm-hmm. growing and evolving so being able to keep up with your partner in that evolution is how you be mindful of that cause I know uh, we had a slight semi argument about marriage and him saying like he wants to get married but he understands where people coming from when they don't necessarily want to do all the paperwork mm-hmm. and I was like well for me it, you have to be mindful that you're marrying that person but they're going to change they're going to continue to change you have to continue to get to know mm-hmm. that person as they grow and evolve so I definitely want to be mindful of that and I also want to help you guys in having these difficult conversations so help? I wanted to <laughs> who, who said that <laughs> We need help. Okay. Okay. This is I statement. She said, Everybody I'm in a relationship. I'm in a relationship. I'm in a relationship. I'm a relationship. I'm in a relationship. I'm in a relationship. I'm in a Okay, so number one is, and this files right into place, dreams and aspirations. What are your long-term goals? Mm. And I really appreciate that question because, like I said, the potential that I could possibly see in you or in us, this can be a clear identifier if that's going to be something we can seamlessly roll into or if that's something that's going to take a lot of tug and pull and compromise. And I can suit myself to see if I'm suitable for this for you. journey. Yeah. So what do y'all feel? I think it's a great question. Um, and one that I pull out of my trick bag a lot of where do you see yourself going in the next blah, blah, blah. Yeah. What are, what are some things like, um, lately I've been asking things like, what's this is a tough one. What's your purpose? Oh, <laughs> that's a good one. That's have you, one. Or have you found notes. it? Like, have you oh, found have your you purpose? Found, I like that. Have you found your um, purpose? What gets you up in the morning? Who are you? What's your why? What are you doing? This for? I guess that goes into like legacy and stuff. I don't know if that's on there, but 
I think it's a great question because for me, I imagine when I do find my person, I have to fit into his vision. Mm -hmm. And I have a vision of my own for sure, but I don't know. I'm a little traditional. I got to fit into his idea. So if he paints a picture and it doesn't sound like something that I want to be doing, I don't know if I would date him seriously. That's that's very noble. Very real. Mm Because some people be like, he cute. We'll figure that shit out down the line. Yeah. yeah. And then you do yourself a disservice because it's not where you saw yourself. Mm-hmm. And then you end up potentially unhappy because you've sacrificed things to make his picture, his picture, right. or her picture. Right. That's yeah. real. Mm-hmm. Then you all good and sexed up, but you sad. And you're like, <laughs> okay. Back blow, okay. but you sad. Because he's going away. to work making millions and then you at home flipping through soap operas and telenovelas. Right, or he got your ass working out 40 hours <laughs> for, for the business. For, for the, the business. business, and so yeah, when you run into these ambitious men, which I love, I gotta figure out, ooh, do I want to run with that? Like, because mm. it could be a lot of things. One man could say, I want to build a business on this, and it's like, ooh, that's sexy, I want to do that. Then somebody else is like, yeah, I want to work in technology and build a business around electric cars i i mean that's just not my gifts and talents wouldn't fit well into that mm. so i feel like i do him a disservice because he need to find a girl in science mm. what if he looking for his opposite then that's a conversation mm. he would have yeah. to help me to understand how that would work but some people some men are very built on like you know i'm going here and this is the type of woman that i need and want mm. they're very steadfast on that so that's a conversation okay i'm here for it all right number two Love language. Wait, what do you, you have to say? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I wasn't going to say nothing. <laughs> uh, no, James, go. Go what? what Dreams, the... aspiration, what are your long-term goals? How do you feel about that? In the it's question? really crazy because I'm actually having that conversation now. Mm-hmm. My uh, person <laughs> is someone who pours so much into other people mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. is getting to a space where he... Uh, is becoming overwhelmed because mm-hmm. his life is going places as well. Mm-hmm. So I literally asked him today, I was like, correct me if I'm wrong, mm-hmm. but I feel like people haven't asked you this a lot in your past. Mm-hmm. And he was like, what are you talking about? And I was like, what do you want? Mm-hmm. And he did, I said, in life, you're so focused on fixing other people's problems and helping other people's problems. Taking all of that out, if none of that existed, and I used the miracle question, if you woke up (laughs) tomorrow and everybody that you've been pouring into is good, what, what does your life look like? Just you. So I think it's a dope, necessary question to Mm -hmm. ask just because it helps me understand two things, actually. It tells me the type of person you are when you interact with others. Mm-hmm. And it also tells me how far you think ahead. Mm-hmm. Just because mm-hmm. I'm the type of person, I'm thinking like future, like drama, aliens and shit. <laughs> yeah. But that's the Virgo in him. That is. And it's a, <laughs> I've identified it as the problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I feel like. I can appreciate people who live in the moment, right? Mm. But also, the moment is constant. So, if you hit a speed bump, which happens in life, as I've learned at my very old age, (laughs) if I'm only living in the moment, then I'm not prepared for whatever happens. So, I think having those contingency plans when dating 
it's like, okay, well, if I'm down, I know you got me. If you down, you know I got you. But if I'm down and you living in the moment, we might be shopping. <laughs> yeah. We, we might be in a little bit of a pickle. Yeah. <laughs> you need quick trip tonight. Like, hello. <laughs> Jesus, give me a peanut butter sandwich and some Doritos. I want a hot dog. I'm right. I can't deal. <laughs> okay. Now, number two. Okay. Love languages. What do you value most in a relationship? For me, love languages is very much so a conversation that is very important. I sadly found that out after I was in a relationship what love languages were. So that would have been a great question to ask during the dating phase. Mm -hmm. Just so I could have prepared because my boyfriend is someone that loves physical touch. Mm. Yes. And I realized that I am very much so uh, acts of service and words of affirmation. Mm-hmm. I do not like to get out to bed. So if you can hand me everything, <laughs> we are good. And he has no problem with that. He said his mom used to make him hand everything when she was in the bed. So I feel like maybe that's why he got me. Got be in the bed like his mom be in the bed. Mm. So that's cool. That, that works for me. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure it does. <laughs> so I so I just wanted to see what you guys thought about what do you most mo, blah, 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 what do you value most <laughs> in a relationship and the idea of love languages. Well, since you laid your big two on the table, I'll lay mine. Mine's are physical touch and words of affirmation. And then, I don't know what the next one is. I think gifts is... I, mine was very balanced. It was like 30, 20, and then 3, 17. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, it's like, yeah. But I think physical touch was... No, words of affirmation was first. Um, at this point, I'll just send them the quiz. Take this. Take it. Okay. I love it. I do. I when love I first it. meet someone and I'm actually interested in them, there's two quizzes that I'll send them. I'll send them the love languages quiz, and then it's like this uh, sex BDSM quiz mm. to okay. figure out what their um, <laughs> what their <laughs> things are as far as like what they prefer. I mean, you gotta know that type of stuff. So I'm not against. I that. send that. I send so them. Gonna send me that quiz. Okay. I'm gonna send y'all the quiz. Oh, yeah, you can put it in the show notes. <laughs> But yeah, so I send those over and I, I have them to take it because I need to know if I can serve that. Like if your love language is gifts, it just, I don't, I don't know that that's my thing. Mm. If it's physical touch and words of affirmation, we're good because I can give that because I like to receive that acts of service. Cool. You want, you want to, you want somebody to cook you a meal and run your bath. Cool. I'll figure it out, but yeah, I think it's important to know because that's how they like to be shown love. That's like how they want to be shown appreciation, and by mm-hmm. they I mean the men that I'm, mm-hmm. you know, getting to know. So yeah, I get it, Jane. Um, I think well, I learned something. I well, I think love languages are extremely important, but what I learned was the importance in understanding. Uh, not only how I receive love, mm-hmm. but how I give it. Mm-hmm. Because how mm-hmm. I receive it is, well, at one point it was physical touch and quality time. Mm-hmm. But now I feel like words of affirmation is thrown in there. Mm-hmm. It's like a threefold situation. Mm-hmm. But I show love by words of affirmation and a combination of gift giving oh, okay. and acts of service. I was just making sure you made sure you oh, added wow. that. You like the give a gift? I love it. You 
too. I and they're the love best. It. It's one right there in that thing. He gives the best freaking gifts. Oh gosh. But it's, the thing is, most of them don't have a monetary value. Mm-hmm. So uh, it'll be like it's mind-blowing. cards. Yeah. Or, I love it you know, all that kind of stuff. Sentimental um, things. Yes. But I think where I struggle now or what can be a concerning thing is when you ask people, when you talk about love languages, the first thing people think about is how the, how they show it. Um, I mean, how they receive, they receive it. it. Yeah, yeah, how they receive it. Um, and They don't talk about how it, they show it. How they show it could mm-hmm. be different than how I receive it. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, that's so real. So the wires get crossed because they show it by, um, I don't know, quality, uh, physical touch. Mm-hmm. And if I'm a, a words of affirmation person, it don't matter how much you touch me. Yeah, I don't At this point, it. I just feel like you like how my skin feels. Yeah, you just want to do it. Huh? Yeah, you saying shit to me. <laughs> yeah. So, at this point, I feel like you're creepy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's kind of where I am now. And I think I think I want to have that conversation. But people don't... That's true. Don't get it. That, mm-hmm. that is two different things. Yeah, no. It, it definitely is. It definitely is. How you receive it may not be how you how you need... Like, how you like to give it to someone else. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And normally what I find is um, how you give it is how you want it. Yeah. Mm. So I that was a relationship. I mean, a thing I ran into in my relationship. I gave words of affirmation because mm-hmm. that's what I wanted. Mm-hmm. Right. And nigga was like, actually, hug me. And yeah. I was just like, oh, okay. Yeah. And then side pivot, physical touch is more than just sex. Yes. yes. It is more than just cuddling. It is everything that deals with you showing affection and being proximately close. Close in proximity to your partner. Um, that's the things, and that's something I had to learn, y'all, because I did not know. I was like, that boy just want to do it. Oh my god, <laughs> he just want to do it, and he's like, no, I want to be up under you. I would like to sit next to you on the couch yeah. when we're in the living room. Yeah. I was like, oh my god, we're sitting on different couch like my parents. So I had to be mindful of that, you guys. Yeah. I had to definitely be mindful of that. Because I swear, I cannot receive a gift to save my life. The yeah. Love to give them. I cannot like mm. that stuff. Animal on my bed. Mm-hmm. I, it, it feels weird to me, but he's the same way. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know how to accept gifts because we're both givers. Yeah, so mm-hmm. it's like we're working on meeting. In the, that's middle. in the middle. That's very helpful. Because that's, that's always a filled cup with two givers. For sure, for sure. And I think that leads a lot of time to a lot of prosperous relationships. Yeah. If the next thing mm-hmm. on this list can be conquered, handled oh, it. Oh, shit. Professionally. Well, number and three. that is uh, number three, communication. Um, how do we handle conflicts? <laughs> <laughs> how do we handle conflicts and disagreements? Uh, communication is important, you guys, because <laughs> we do have different communication styles, yes. and I I learned about them. Everybody learned could possibly learn about them in Psych 101, mm-hmm. and I was like, all right, assertive, authoritative, passive, okay, I'm understanding. And then I had to get out here in the real world <laughs> and actually figure that out and see what that looked like and be able to pinpoint those people. Um, and something, and I thought this is interesting, uh, a word that popped into my head earlier when we were discussing dating um, was discernment. Mm. And I feel like that matters a lot with communication, being able to choose or being able to see the, the other side um, in a situation is very important. Um, but being able to communicate that is a whole nother level. A lot of people don't like to have uncomfortable conversations mm-hmm. and 
and then and then a lot of stereotypes get played out because of that. And I feel like a lot of negative light on the African American community is a lot of it is rooted in not being able to have uncomfortable conversations or sugarcoating things so much to it's not even the same meaning. You you had those intentions, but that's not what was crossed. Um, so yeah, communication is, is super, super big. You guys? James? Oh, um, agreed. Communication is important. And I think that as a, an African-American male, I can speak from that perspective. Personally, growing up, um, like feelings and stuff, with my dad was just like a no but my mom was the affectionate one so growing up as an adult gay male now I feel like I have a billion emotions Mm -hmm. and sometimes they just come out Mm -hmm. um, which can be overwhelming for people who grew up in a space or an environment where that lack of emotion or crying is for girls any all of those stereotypes all of that stigma is still instilled in them because mm-hmm. of the life they live so i think that it's important like you said to understand and it goes back to the data collection to understand how people grew up and how people have experienced life to know how i communicate things to you will be received differently because of how you were raised or Mm -hmm. the experiences that you've been through. So what I may perceive as I'm giving you gifts because that's how I show love. I'm showing you love. And then it might be received like, okay, you're smothering me. This is a lot. Like you talking about feelings and all that type of stuff. (laughs) I I don't even know. I'm what you want to eat. Yeah. And then it becomes, you know, a diversion uh, to, or it's diverted to something else because it's an uncomfortable conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think to say that when you communicate with people, if you have that understanding, um, I'm learning that patience is a very important factor in mm-hmm. in the idea of communication so that you can do it right. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen to that. Can y'all? Um, what I will add to everything that y'all have already said about communication is that for me, it's like a muscle that you have mm. to build. <clears throat> um, it's something that you get over time sure. with someone because you have different languages completely. Like they communicate things verbally, non-verbal, like it's a whole thing with verbal and non-verbal communication. Mm. And if, you, if you're if you studying a person, you can be good at it. But I'm thinking like in the dating phase, how do you notice somebody is a poor communicator? Like that's, that's the caveat, because you're just getting to know them uh, they oh. don't text back. They okay. don't respond in a timely manner, or they don't let you know what they have going on. Ooh, wow. caveat to that. A, re- a, rebuttal, to to, a rebuttal to your retinal. Uh, <laughs> is it that people don't, res- don't respond fast enough based off of your standards of how fast people should respond? Uh, yeah, I feel like a common human decency is within 24 hours. Okay. Within, so Within by the time, the, so three o'clock, by three o'clock the next day, I've responded. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's not going to work in the dating world. Yeah, and, 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 and that is the, and that's, and that's a thing, mm-hmm. unrealistic expectations. That's why I have anxiety. Yeah, because that's why a lot of times back. when, 
picture you. You're there. You're sending a text message to someone you like, mm-hmm. and they don't respond. Yep. Yeah. And then they continue not to respond. Yeah. And then time has passed, and now it's another day. Yeah. And they have not responded. Yeah. You're gonna think <coughs> that you're pretty low on yeah. that priority list. He hates you're me. gonna th- yeah. Some people yeah, jump to that one. Or some people, oh, he's with someone else, yep, or whatever next. the case may be. Mm-hmm. So we have to be mindful that we know how people are. Right. So either we're going to find us someone that is very patient and understanding and has a billion and one things going on as well. Mm-hmm. Or are we going to be, I guess, a little bit more mindful and, and be more considerate and compromise and be able to like, I can shoot this text message. Hey, I'm busy right now. I'll get back to you later. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, just finding those workarounds and stuff like that. Uh, I think that's a thing. I start every experience telling people I am a, I am a terrible texter. And I and I like to FaceTime when I like to FaceTime, and don't call me unless we've agreed to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, I am a more in person, <laughs> get to know you type of girl. I am too. I, I am, am too. very just old school with that. I'm not about to text you and what you're doing all day, and we're yeah. not about to send long text. Some people love it, and I love mm-hmm. it for them. That's how they get to know people. But for me, I'm it's too much technology in my life in general. So mm. I want to just if we gonna get to know each other, let's go out. And let's have a time. Let's talk. Let's sit for two hours and have all these conversations that you want to have via text because I'm just not going to be on my phone. Mm-hmm. I could literally be on my phone and just be like, I'm not about to deal with this right now, though. Okay. It feels so, like a chore. So, listeners, um, <laughs> any guys out there that were interested in Kenyatta, she's not a texter. So, no she's that She's going to FaceTime you when she wants. Right. She you. does not not like you. Yeah. She's just super busy and yeah. really trying to limit the technology. Do not call her randomly. <laughs> Unless you've agreed that you're going to talk. Because right. other than that, you'll meet her out because she's a face-to-face type of girl. Right. It's that simple. Period. Get your shit together. <laughs> so that's just that. But I do have a question. Mm-hmm. Please. So, okay. If Paul is... My first Paul. crush was Paul. So I am a communicator. Mm-hmm. I like to talk. I like to mm-hmm. ask questions. Mm-hmm. I like conversation. Mm-hmm. But if I'm dating somebody who isn't necessarily comfortable in having a lot of uh, in-depth conversations. That's not for you. Then what you doing? <laughs> Let them go. Okay. But. Mm-hmm. Break up with them. <laughs> you understand the why behind it. Mm-hmm. And over time, things start to change and they become comfortable to okay. now. They're having those conversations. Okay. So it's opening up. Yeah, open them up. It's easier to have via text yep. because the imp, the face-to-face, from what I've noticed, is Limited. a more vulnerable setting. Mm. It's intimidating for yeah. them. Yeah. Mm. So texting is easier because I don't get to see your reaction mm-hmm. based off of what I share. Right. But if I share it with you face-to-face, then it's like it's possible I have to say it out loud. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which makes it real, which makes you feel how you feel and I don't want to be judged. There okay. was a question somewhere. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you well you, oh. you you laid the proposition out and I'm gonna tell you now I ain't gonna be able to answer this on L. Okay. Uh but I will say um <laughs> I was saying yeah, no. That's but for the I, Patreon, <laughs> y'all. That's for the Patreon. Period. That's for the Patreon. But I will say that um compromise can only go so far. Mm. Compromise can only go so far and also uh, just another question to your question: How has tone been 
in a lot of those conversations. Cause I know tone gets lost a lot in text. It does, and it's so convoluted. Like after a certain point, it's like I don't know how you mean things, mm-hmm. and then I take it one way, right? Because obviously, I think worst case scenario. Mm-hmm. But the reality of the situation is it wasn't anything like that. Yeah. So I think that's why I think communication is important. But I feel like it's so important to be able to have face-to-face conversations. For sure. Mm-hmm. I feel like cause that sound like it'll make a communicator's ass itch. Hell yes. I be walking in circles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, we gotta we gotta work on that. But you people out there who are also Virgos or overthinkers, mm-hmm. text communication is the devil. Period. Because you don't know how they mean it. You don't know what they're doing when they send it, which could impact what they send. If you send a paragraph and they say, okay, they may be in the shower. Mm -hmm. They may be driving. Um, But I think in understanding communication, it's like you said, so many levels because Mm -hmm. there's so many variables throughout Mm -hmm. people dating and having conversations. And it's tough enough to have a conversation, excuse me, let alone via text. So I I don't recommend it and I don't do it. So, um, but some people are not like they're not a face to face type of person. Mm-hmm. Some people do struggle with being able to communicate, and I think that that speaks to dating because yeah. it has to get you out of your shell. Like mm-hmm. once you're on a date, because when you think of dating, what are you doing? You're typically going out on dates, yeah. and if you're not, then you know there's a big limitation there. And I do find that some people are just. They have social anxiety. Mm-hmm. It's a lot. It's a lot of things that people are battling mm-hmm. that ultimately hinder their ability to build charisma and, and chemistry sure. and be able to be charming. All of those things that we develop or we have as children, we just lose because of just not being able to be in person anymore. Like yeah. tackle on technology, texting, phones to a pandemic. I was gonna say yeah, COVID mm-hmm. boy, COVID yeah. ruined everything. So people are you know, out there really suffering and I feel for them, but you got to get in person. Yeah. No, I believe you. Let me get through these lists because I'm going to have to leave some of these behind <laughs> at this point. Uh, number four on the list is hobbies. What are you interested in or what are your interests? Very important. Yes, I definitely think that's important because, um, like, for example, my boyfriend, when I met him, he was into anime and The Office. So I engulfed myself in Office, bought the complete series, actually turned out to like it. So there was a lot of commonalities we had because I eventually loved the show as much as he did. Anime, not so much. Yeah. Not there no more. But his interests weren't, like, too freaking far fetched Mm -hmm. and I feel like for me that was something that we were able to build upon because we were into the same things we both love music we both love the same artists so some of our interests really align and that helps us through our hard times if we're having an argument sometimes if we get in the car and we listen to a song we both start singing or we sang the boat we both sang the same ad lib part Mm -hmm. that's normally like the first breaking of the ground when we're like gonna get back cool Mm -hmm. so yeah interests are really really important for me um, I would agree that that is literally the bread and butter that keeps a relationship together is when you can actually have fun. For me, I like when my person has hobbies that I don't have so I can mm. get into that. Mm-hmm. Like I had a ex that was very adventurous and loved to do 
all types of just stuff that scares you. Mm-hmm. And I love that because who knew that I was an adrenaline mm-hmm. junkie? I want to do that too. But I would have never done it had he not introduced it to me. Mm-hmm. Same as me. I have some hobbies that I can hand off to a guy. I'm like, oh, yeah, let's go to a yoga class. They would have never done it before. Mm-hmm. But then do it and really like it. So I like the polarity of someone having something that they like to do that I don't necessarily like to do, but it's cool. So when I ask people what their hobbies are, Mm, what answer do I I gotta start paying attention to what they say <laughs> maybe just a little bit <clears throat> just a tad just kind of be like what did he say that it was like, like the do I can't remember <laughs> I can't remember what he like, said something that he said I can't even remember what it was do people still be in the pottery my daddy was okay. pottery. I was say, because I know there used to be a thing back in the day, pottery classes. Mm-hmm. But I don't think people do that no more. But that's just a random question. Go that's ahead, a good Diane. date night thing. I agree. I enjoy people who have interests outside of my own. Mm-hmm. Like, he's he loves adrenaline stuff and, and adventurous things. Mm-hmm. And normally I'm very chill, lax, mm-hmm. and laid back. So... He's been getting me out of my shell with trying new things, and I've been teaching him ways to kind of ground himself when he doesn't want to be on. Yeah, yeah. one a million. So yeah. the the balance is, is dope. And I think given that I'm such a, we're musical people in general as mm-hmm. black people, if we don't have the same music taste, that it's a little sketchy. Mm-hmm. But if we do have different music tastes, but you can put me onto a good song, it's like I love you now. Yeah. Like you send me a song and it's like I would have never listened to this artist. I listened to this song. Oh my gosh. Um, it was somebody. Is it who's the one? Tyler Creator? Mm-hmm. He has some good music. And mm-hmm. a, a guy I'm talking to put me on to that. It was very interesting. I was like, mm, I would never listen to it if it wasn't for you. <laughs> right. I was so. gonna say, yep, I definitely gotta be mindful of that because I wouldn't have wouldn't have listened to him. Yeah. So maybe I'll give him a chance. <laughs> um, also, he had that picture with uh, Sis Red, so I probably definitely would give him a chance. Oh, my God. Because uh, I was definitely here for that picture. That's that ski girl. Yep, that's my homegirl. Don't girl. act like y'all know. Sis Red, you, my homegirl. You like her, my voice? I saw her the other day. period. I saw her the other day. I kept seeing it on Facebook, and people were like, ski. And I was like, because it was all women at first. And mm-hmm. I was like, None of these girls are AKAs. Like, Ooh, right. And then somebody, I think Travis was like, no, it's a song. And I was like, no. <laughs> to my no, yeah. And she played and I was like, girl. No. And it's the same. She got another song, Pound Town. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Th- yeah, Pound Town. But that was the summer anthem. I don't know what y'all playing. Mm-hmm. My baby need a new penny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a little outlandish. But you know, I'm here for it. All right, this is my favorite one. This is the last one I'm going to do for y'all. This is my favorite one. Past relationships and relationships. Tell me about your family and your closest relationships. I love this question because what you and your mom and your daddy like? Because I need to know now if I have someone that is possibly dealing with some maternal issues or mm-hmm. dealing with some paternal issues or the lack of both. Because I'm into genealogy now. We can get on ancestry, figure some stuff out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I need to know all of that. I need to know how close you are with these people. And if they're not your family, who are you close with? Who is your support system? Do you have a support system? All those things matter to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, relationships, past relationships is super important. What about y'all? 
Same. <clears throat> um, it's important, of course. I'm very wary of a guy who I just met, and this is from personal experience. I, a guy who I just met who just continues to talk about his family drama all the time. Because mm. for me, I'm a woman who um, believes in longevity, long-lasting relationships, you know, marriage and all of that. <laughs> and so when I hear a man uh, complain constantly about his family, is concerning. Mm -hmm. And I get we all come from all types of families. But um, so, yeah, when, when it's turmoil there, it is a concern. Um, and then their friends, are your friends marriage-minded? Are your friends mm -hmm. into relationships are your or do your friends value that because it's not to say that you can't be separate from your friends because we all are right we all got that friend that's like we not nothing to like when it comes to that but we relate <laughs> on other things but if the whole circle is that way yeah for me i'm concerned about who's the friend that will influence you to do differently in your right. relationship mm -hmm. who do you turn to if that's the case so um yeah i know i spoke about all the bad things but i think ultimately I think that that's, it matters. I always say to people, you are the sum of the five people that you spend the most time with. Right. That's why I'm trying to do something better here. I'm, I'm trying to do better. Some of that. So when I, when I ask about somebody's core, I'm asking for a reason. I'm asking because I want to know, these are the people that's going to be supporting us at our wedding, potentially. Mm -hmm. Period. And the people we're going to turn to when we need stuff. So, yeah, if you got a messed up relationship with your family and you haven't, it's inevitable. But if you haven't done things to rid yourself of it or step mm -hmm. away from it or find peace in that, then you're still dealing with that. And mm -hmm. I would rather deal with that when we together versus we coming in the door like that. Because yeah. I feel like you should just focus on that right now. Yeah, no, I, I really appreciate what you said because I feel like your friends are a, a somewhat of a representation of you mm -hmm. and birds of a feather flock together. I, that is a thing to a certain extent. So I realized at a young age, the closer you are to something, the okay or, or the, mm -hmm. the more willing you're open you are to dealing with it. Yeah. Like if you've seen cheating in your household mm -hmm. and you've seen people repair from cheating in your household or assume, or assume they appeared from that, uh, repair from that, uh, then you'll be more open to dealing with someone that has some inf infidelity issues and working back from that. Just like if you see somebody that do drugs right. as opposed to someone that has never done drugs or never seen someone do drugs, they're going to see somebody smoking weed and be like, oh my God, what is going on? Mm -hmm. As opposed to somebody that's been around it and be like, okay, that's cool. And then maybe one day want to try it. I feel mm -hmm. like sometimes the closer you are to things, the closer you are to trying them. Mm -hmm. And if you are around a lot of people that are a negative influence on you, then you are very much so going to do that. Yeah. Mm. What about you, Jane? Um, I agree. Um, I think family and, and exes um, all play into that biopsychosocial situation because, like you said, what you were around has an influence on your behavior, right? Mm -hmm. And the people that you surround yourself with, you know, they say you are the company you keep. Mm -hmm. um, I believe that, like Kenyatta said, you could be different because out of that group of friends, you know, you could have been the one that came from a household that was different than everybody else's. Mm -hmm. um, but it's up to that person to want more from themselves and not be a product of their environment. Mm -hmm. um, luckily, I didn't have to ask 
those questions um, with him because it just kind of happened. Like those conversations just kind of organically came about and I learned about his family and his friends and, and their value to him and, and mm-hmm. all the experiences and things of that nature. Um, but it's definitely a conversation that that needs to be had um, because it also... I, I'm a context clue type of person, right? Mm-hmm. So if you're not going to tell me something, when you tell your story about how you with your friends that night, you're telling me something. Right. Indirectly. Mm-hmm. And I, I hold on to that and put it in my back pocket because yeah. just like with, with people at work or friends, if I see a bitch that's doing some crazy stuff to people, I know you're capable of doing some crazy exactly. shit. Exactly. So... I'm going to trade lightly because mm-hmm. if you do some crazy stuff with me and I pop off, then it's going to be a problem. Yeah. It's yeah. a great point that ultimately how you handle your friends, your closest people speaks to your values, your integrity, mm-hmm. your character, all of that. So it, like you said, it that's data in itself. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to ask all the questions. Sometimes it's just going to show. Chill. Yeah. yeah. People hang, let people hang themselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like I do. I am the uh, read between the line person as well. Uh, I feel like in the beginning, my boyfriend used to do this thing when he had conversations with women. Mm-hmm. He would just say they. He mm. would use a, a pronoun that was like synonymous to it could be anyone. But I want him. I had to break it out to him. If you don't say he, and you say they, I know you saying she. Mm-hmm. I, I can see that he's like, oh yeah, yeah. I, I'm reading that because you're telling a story that you want to tell me. So mm-hmm. I know there's nothing wrong with it, but you don't want to mess the story up or throw me on a different tangent if you say she. Babe, I know you got to talk to women at work. You got to have a conversation with women. You probably going to smile have you a little work girlfriend. Just as long as y'all don't get each other numb and y'all don't start sticking and licking on each other, we are perfectly fine. <laughs> perfectly fine. Completely different than past experiences, though. He right. had to learn. Exactly. Okay. And that's what I'm saying. We are literally learning each other. Like now, he playing basketball. Um He's like, I'm only going to be out here for so-and-so. Well, baby, I'm busy. So go and do your <laughs> big one because I'm not going to be checking in because I'm busy too. And he's like, well, I know in the past people don't be wanting me to pay basketball for so long and all these hours. Well, baby, if that's your self-care, why am I coming in between that? Yeah. It sounds like they didn't have nothing to do. <laughs> they needed some hobbies as well. Oh, it's good when you get into a relationship and you somebody's answer prayers. Yeah, that be a thing. You're that for him. Right, for so sure. you don't want to fuck it up. All right, now, um, <laughs> I can't do it. So for our <laughs> last segment of the day, what is entitled this or that, but James refers to it as all shit, <laughs> we have our last segment. So number one, fancy restaurant or cozy picnic in the park? Your preference. <laughs> what time of day is the picnic in the park? He said it's hot outside. Mm, no, whatever time you want it. Okay, picnic in the park. Uh, preferably early evening mm. when the sun's going down because mm. uh, this is Atlanta, Georgia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Kayana? Uh, I want to put on my outfit. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I want to put on my outfit. I don't like outside. I want to go to that dinner. So I love a picnic and I do like outdoors. But um, if I had to choose, I'm gonna put my outfit. I'm gonna get out. Yeah, I want to get you. Yeah, Yeah. I just got an issue with boots, y'all. I do not like boots. And if I did have to do picnic, we finna get up early in the morning. 
You said late afternoon. I won't. Yeah, we doing. She won't brunch. We won't. We're gonna have some croissants out here at the park because I don't like the evening heat. I just take the morning heat if I'm a dead one. Because then you get the sunset, you get the mood, you get the ambiance. Yeah, mosquitoes and all these flies. (laughs) Take me to the restaurant. I'm over it. Central AC. But what I will say is, with the picnic, that's a lot more intimate, and you're gonna get way more out of that person because it's just y'all two. Mm -hmm. It's gonna feel like it's just y'all two at the park, and it can feel like that at dinner, but it's just not. The dinner is simply because I want to wear my outfit (laughs) and and I want to be exposed to a nice restaurant. But if I had to be like, oh, I want to build intimacy with this person, eventually the picnic is gonna come. Mm -hmm. And my hope is that the picnic, when we're in relationship. It's more of those moments than the fancy dinner. We yeah. go to fancy dinners for big things like yes. anniversaries, but the picnics is like, baby, it's Sunday. What you trying to do? Let's go to a picnic. Yeah, I'm here for it. Have sex by the tree. <laughs> I can't do <laughs> <laughs> Number two, date someone with, oh, so, date someone who's always brutally honest or sugarcoats everything. Always brutally honest for me. That was quick. Yeah, yeah, I guess we're the same in that. Don't sugarcoat mm-hmm. shit, cause I don't know. I, I don't feel like, like it's it. a lie then. Yeah. Me. Yeah. I no. Like yeah. I feel like, like if you dilute it so much, it come a lie. Yeah. It's a lie now. That's the thing. Oof. We're no. extreme. Listen. <laughs> extreme. You sugarcoat. It's like say what you're saying. Period. What is it? Just rip it out. Yeah. Yeah. You want to fight? Well. I literally said that in a job interview. This ain't got nothing to do with dating, but I literally said that in a job interview. I think that's just how I am about communication. Just give me the real, raw, and the ugly if you got yeah. to. Just yeah. let me know, because I just need to know what I'm dealing with first, because if you surprise my ass, I'm going to still do it, but I'm going to have a nasty ass face, and I'm not going to be able to change that mood at all. So at just all. let me know up front. Mm-hmm. All right, moving Good. to the next one. Oh, wait, did we? Okay, yeah, we, we, we came on that one fast. All right, number three, meet someone through a dating service. Or speed dating. Speed dating. Speed dating. Dating service, y'all tripping. Go ahead. What? Dating. I, like I want your speed dating um, answers. Like a life coach? Like you're saying like a dating coach or like a, you talking about on the Tinder. No, dating <laughs> service as in Thanks I have hired a professional. Oh, okay. And like she a, has a catalog of guys that have came to her the same way as what me. What they call it matchmaking. Type of situation, a dating service. Mm. But I ain't talking about being no escort, so don't come for me in the comments. I, I literally thought you were talking about dating websites when I heard dating service. See, and that's what that was the difference between dating platforms or right. dating service. service. And dating platforms just sound dated. Don't nobody want Tinder no more. Everybody know Tinder is for just to do it. Um, <laughs> it ain't you ain't meet nobody. Just to do I even it. had Tinder. Well, I had Tinder they one time. The sex on that's the what I'm saying. They have all the sex on them. <laughs> I got on there to try to find a friend because they had where you can meet other women to be friends. Uh-huh, so, so. Still was trying to have sex. So oh, I was wow. like, you know what? I'm okay. It's oh, all right. I'll, find, I'll, I'll meet him in person. Like yeah. Kenyatta said. So, okay. Now. Speed, what, 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 what's no, up no, with no, speed no, 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 no. Wait a minute. So now we, because did you think that in service, did you think Tinder too? What you thought? I thought a mixture of both, but I still would say speed dating. A matchmaker. That mean I got to be real honest with that lady. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she got to be real honest with me. Like, girl, you're not going to get him 6'4". Why? Like, why? You don't, what else? You're not going to get B? him. Okay. <laughs> this is a, it's a, a tippy here, huh? Speed. I feel like speed dating because I just feel like that's so fun and, like, sexy. And, like, ooh, I mean, I yeah, I do you. feel like it is exciting. Versus sure. the matchmaker and we just yeah. there, like, hey. Yeah. 
Who said you? Miss Sharonda set me up right. with you. Nice to meet you. Hang on. <laughs> so, all right, y'all speed day, and yeah. that nigga come and sit in you, sit in front of you with that one great tooth in the front. <laughs> then you wait for hey, the buzzer. Hey, baby. And I'm going to make a great He's going to think he's the only person in the room by the time he gets up from And that's seat. your problem. <laughs> but we'll talk that. about that off air. Cannot say that. No, yeah. you you no. going to have a face. I'm going to. Ooh. <laughs> I'm gonna engage still, yeah, but it's definitely. But I imagine you sitting down with someone, having that face to face communication, mm-hmm. and that vibe, mm-hmm. and it's like when he, when he gets up or when I get up or however the switch goes, it's like, oh y'all can't see me looking back, but it's like <laughs> now it's like don't be talking to him, right? right that's my man. Don't, he is he is taking you. Ring the bell. Excuse ring the me. Bell. Go over my. Go over my. Go around. Ashley, you want to leave? We can stop. Okay, this is it. Okay, so let me. It's pros and cons. I guess. Okay. I guess so. It's pros okay, and cons. let me tell you. So pros and cons with the matchmaking. You if you if she sets you up on three dates, that is three hours of potential partners that have gone nowhere. Mm-hmm. Versus speed dating, that's one hour with twenty different partners. Mm-hmm. But the caveat to the speed dating is, what if he finds somebody that he like other than yeah, you, right. and I like him and he like her? Mm-hmm. You flatten their tires. Yeah. Oh, okay. No. Well, actually, okay. <laughs> so I see time. I see time is a Efficiency. thing. Uh, possibly yes. uh, wasting time mm-hmm. is an issue there. Yeah. I think for me, my biggest issue in the dating phase is the gray area. Mm. I would like to lessen the gray area or the unknown as much as possible. And if I can get a pamphlet on your ass, why not? Because you, you'll tell the truth for that lady for you tell the truth to me. But where's the fun? In my imagination. <laughs> on paper, he looks good. Right. And, and, and now I can have the fun in seeing if the paper matches the person. But I have some point of reference. But people allow on their resumes to get jobs. I mean, that's true. But if this nigga done paid all this money to come here and talk to this lady, he better be in there telling the truth unless he wastes his goddamn money. <laughs> Did you not go and to this, Harvard or not? That's what I'm saying. If you done went this far, my nigga, you okay. have the resources and you're open and willing. You're, okay. You would have got on Tinder if gotcha. you were looking for anything else. Heard you. Instead of this nice later time. I think we need to do an experiment of both. Yeah. Okay. No, I've been speed dating. You did? Yeah. But in D.C., uh, it was horrible because it was pride. So it was just like oh. bad. Mm. But I know they have it here. I can't go now. I yeah, I would say I technically can't go, so we really have to send you and then yeah. bring you back and then interview we, again. We can sit outside in the car with binoculars. Right. Oh, no, I, I'm going to go inside. I oh, want to okay. see inside. Oh, I still you want to sit at the table? Yeah, I'm going to just sit at the other side oh, where they not speak that and just watch the yeah. whole process. Gotcha. And then if you just like make like a signal, right. then we'll block all the other dudes. Yeah, because it's him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, or if you let me know you like him, I could be like, "Hey, so you don't really like nobody else but my friend, right?" Okay. <laughs> I got I'm pretty some sure this chloroform in the bathroom. We can, we can make it do what it do. I mean, it's on you. I mean, actually, we're being recorded. So <laughs> <laughs> we were just joking. <laughs> <laughs> okay, don't say chloroform. Right. 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 We just that's the thing. All right, moving to the next one. Okay. Uh, I, well, I this one. Uh, ten year age difference or different race or culture which one would you rather have a 10 year age difference that could be he's 10 years older than you or 10 years younger than you when you're at an age where that's okay and he's still above age range or date someone from a different race or culture so can i guess your because <laughs> you giving me that you're supposed to be with somebody that is 47 no i actually was gonna say younger that, no, no, I was oh, going to say that the, the race or culture. She probably be an African man. I don't, it doesn't matter the race, oh. but time seems to be an important factor for you mm-hmm. and not wanting to waste it. And then the comments about music, mm-hmm. commonalities, 
and if someone's 10 years older or 10 years younger, mm, those commonalities mm. are going to be 10 years different. Oh, that's true. Okay. <laughs> that's true. So it's, it's like you said, it's pros and cons depending on which what matters most. I would go with someone culturally different because I can learn from them. Mm-hmm. People 10 years older than me feels normally feels like I still have a lot to learn and they carry that through their actions and conversation. Yeah. People 10 years younger than me aren't quite yet on the path in life that I'm on, so we might have a difference in opinion and thought processes. Hang out. Ten years is a lot of years. I thought about about who he would be and everything like that. He he would be pushing 40 at that point. And for me, it's a little bit of like, I always just be like, well, why you can't get away at age? So, But that's the one I was going to go with because automatically – um, and I'm going to try to be as politically correct as possible. But mm-hmm. automatically, when you said different race and culture, I thought all the way to the left. And I said, oh, no. But that's also why I added mm. culture. Right. Because I said, all right, maybe if they wouldn't be open to dating a different race. Right. They maybe just be open to dating outside of their culture. So Jamaican, Caribbean, yeah. for sure. Even, even you know, the some of the Asians, they be, they be lit too, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> The Africans, you know, they're a little strict. But yeah. I have been very open to meeting people outside of my culture, just mm-hmm. African-American, deep South culture. Shoot, dating a man from New York, that's a different culture, right? No In a way, because it's like a different, different world yeah, up there. Absolutely. Oh, so yeah. I would be open to dating men, a minority male from mm-hmm. a different culture or race. Okay. okay. Very clear about it. Okay. Actually, Minority. Lines drawn. Yeah. All right, let's move to Oh, you the don't next. think you can skip it, do you? Yeah, oh we're supposed God. to be I back. Why do you keep doing that shit? I did that not. <laughs> <laughs> like, we're not sitting in your face. What's up, baby? I did not think I was going to catch up to that. Um, I am going to have <laughs> to be, again, the I went out. I'm doing 10 years older. Okay. I'm perfectly okay with that. Um, You're just in the house. Yeah. <laughs> I'm okay Watching with the news. Watching the news. <laughs> <laughs> Listening to my audio <laughs> Um, I like, I just, I feel like a, a lot of the women in my family dated older. My mm. father is seven years older than my mom. Mm-hmm. Um, my grandfather, grandfather was almost 20 years, my grandmother's senior. So oh. she, there was a lot of age difference there. So I feel like that's something that I'm kind of okay with. Uh, I inherited that. Maybe I'm, I inherited that comfortability because yeah. Hmm. But dating outside my race is completely scary. Mm-hmm. Dating outside my culture, um, it would be new. But this gonna sound bad. But you really gotta have my my gears grinding for me to date outside my culture. Like you gotta really? be what I was digging. Like I, it, it's a vibe. Yep. It has to be a vibe because Respect. for me, I don't even open up or talk to people that I know. I can't. I can't speak in my a hundred percent. Mm-hmm. AT alien voice and you'll understand me. Mm-hmm. If you don't understand me, then that's not gonna work. But if you understand me, then we can make stuff work. Mm-hmm. But now we can't because I'm in a relationship. So move to the next question. <laughs> so to to say something about how you reference your grandparents mm-hmm. um, and tw- their twenty year difference, mm-hmm. right? I think that. For anybody looking to date or thinking about the question, um, I think it's important to remember the time difference and the time that we live in versus... Because a lot of people say, 
my parents been together for 30 years. My grandparents been together for 40 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was a different time back then. Yeah, it was then. pre-COVID and before the internet. Yeah. And before accessibility. You dated that girl mm-hmm. down the street and that right. was it. Yeah. No, he yeah. had a family down the street. Yeah. You just, guys didn't know. Yeah. You just found out about it at the funeral. We're sorry, funeral. but we're here. Oh, who are all these people? Billy Ray really looked like Uncle Juba. Right. That, was a, that was one of the twists for my audio book. Oh, my God. That's why she his is. Other kids, his other kids showed up to the funeral. His first family's children. Mm-hmm. I said, why? My God. But that's the age difference. There was a, and, and, the same, doing my genealogy, I found out that my grandfather, well, I didn't find out, but I was able to see that my grandfather had another family before my grandmother, a wife and seven children before sure. my grandmother. Sure. But like James said, that was just the time that was, it was given very much though the color purple. But, uh, you know, that was what it was okay back then. So we can't run no charges on the matter. I mean, age, the the crazy thing is both of them are controversial. You date somebody not outside, of, outside of your mm-hmm. race or mm-hmm. whatever, that's one thing and then oh you coming home with that old man but for me my family is the same a lot of my cousins got older men and mm-hmm. they were married young mm-hmm. because those men were ready to move forward and those men had resources so it is very attractive for you know to think about dating an older man because typically they you idealize that they're more mature they have more resources all of those things so that's a tough one right that's a tough one. But when you say 10 years, it gave me a perspective. Yeah. So if I would have said five. Five would have been. Seven. Sweet sweet spot. Very seven much years. So. Okay. Yeah, okay, you said cool. 10. That was. Ooh, it was like. A decade. Yeah. T- 10 was the, was the one that was like, all right. T- nine and 10 was the ones that was like, all right, yeah, this too much. Yeah. I okay. would be losing it when people people put down their uh, date of birth. And they'd be like, uh, nine, 12, 2005. Uh! Yeah, no, that kills me. When I seen somebody in one of my classes that was born after 2000, I thought I was going yeah. to fucking croak. I thought nobody was born after 2000. Cause like, I was they're, like, they're 23 aren't you in, Right? I they're, was like, aren't you like They had the bar with us. They can We drink. were born in the 1900s to okay. them. That is, we should oh. wear the like big ass skirt in the corset with the fucking poodle <laughs> in the... George Washington here. We were like, born in the 1900s. Okay. That's nuts We're now. in their history books. They were born on the millennial, 2000. <laughs> How were you crazy. born on the millennial? Every year that they turn, it's that year. They're going to be 24 wild. next year. That's why they're so sensitive. Yes. I remember God. when Because you can see your age in the year. Yes. 1977. Hello? <laughs> 1999, December 30, whatever the last day is for the new year. Y2K. Everything's Y2K. supposed to shut down. The whole world's supposed to end. My power went out because it was storming. You couldn't tell me that <laughs> Jesus, Jesus was coming. <laughs> okay, that deal. <clears throat> All right, y'all. The last one before we wrap up. Date someone who is best friends with their ex Girl. or needs a lot of attention. And I'm going to be transparent. I made this, this, or that with all the shade in my heart. For who? <laughs> Date someone that's best friends with their ex. Okay. Or someone that needs a lot of attention. Whoa. Okay. Wait, you. I can't tell because you're looking at both of us equally. Yeah. <laughs> right. So answer the question. I... So, so you need a lot of attention. I don't. And I'm the one with the best friend with the ex. Why are y'all trying to figure <laughs> it out now? Answer the question. Oh, maybe I do. <laughs> <laughs> or answer the question. I would rather date somebody who needed a lot of attention 
for me, when I imagine a man that needs a lot of attention, I don't know what that looks like because I've never experienced someone who required so much attention, really. So I don't know. I can't I can't envision that. What does it look like? Needy and it it depends. It's a lot of texting. The okay. yeah. Okay, being so on that the one phone. was for me. Holding okay. the phone. Oh, that maybe I just ignored. I just ignored. Yeah. You See, that's probably. the thing. Maybe we never got to relation. I've never been. In, what I will say is, I've never been in relation. Dating is one thing, mm-hmm. of course. Maybe they all need attention. I just don't give it. Mm-hmm. But when we're in relationship and you still that way, would you even get to that point? Because I'm just feel like you're buggable. Oh my god. That's what, yeah. That's yeah, what that's has what happened. Yeah. I I exited him out. Mm. Okay. Maybe I should have did that because he needed a lot of attention but it was different because he had uh maladaptive behaviors mm-hmm. to get your attention yeah mm. and when i didn't give him the attention on his timeline it was me cheating mm. and doing all these other outlandish things because i couldn't be working because nobody worked that much. You were getting accused. Mm-hmm. And then I got, what did you say? I emotional bombed or something? Mm-hmm. Love bombed Love him. Bombed him. Um, but I would rather date someone who needed attention that wasn't that, that, that didn't have those insecurities. Yeah. Because it seemed like it was a cut. It was a... Uh, you know, you had a twofer. Not only do you need attention, but you also just don't trust me. You exactly. don't want the kitchen sink at me exactly. at the same time, mm-hmm. which is a bit of abusive. A bit. Because mm-hmm. if I cared, it would have been horrible. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> After a while, it was just like, okay, you know what? This is a lot. You got my location and my house key. What do you want? Yeah. Do you want to be but in my yeah. pocket? Let's drink. I you wonder. Down. For me, in my experience, not personally, but just with friends and with clients, those are the people that are living long the people that are very much mm-hmm. on you about mm-hmm. those things so that's interesting mm-hmm. um best friends with an ex that is a lot of shade <laughs> that's a lot yeah, of that shade you. i didn't expect y'all to <laughs> i didn't expect y'all to shade. identify y'all i just said i was throwing a lot of shade so you can resonate internally in then how that the feels questions. because the in the insecure like little girl in me is like how dare you you could never your best what is your ex oh no boy you playing you gonna go back to that lady and just be with that lady then. okay mm, what do you think james i personally so i think that you can still be friends with an ex if it ended amicably I don't think that, you know, if it didn't work out, it just didn't work out and y'all still cool. Now it's cute how you said ain't cool it? friend, but mm-hmm. um I feel like I would feel differently if I would have to know, like, I would have to have reassurance. Cause mm-hmm. if y'all were good and <clears throat> y'all just broke up cause something stupid then y'all still like best friends and y'all still doing all the same stuff y'all was doing when y'all were together. I'm out. Yeah. Like, I'm I'm not finna compete with somebody that you have all of this history with and we're trying to build history but you're spending your time with him. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, You said cool and you said friend but you did not say best friend with someone and that's... Yeah. That's the yeah, that's why I tapped out it. Best friend? Best, best friend. friend. Best 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 friend.
So your support, <laughs> your support is your last support. Is your and you got, you're trying to re-up on some more support. All right, this is a lot. Because you, who are you going to talk about our relationship with? Your and I'm, and I'm going to have to tell you that that's not appropriate. I'll be honest. It, it kind of makes me uncomfortable when I do hear that a guy has a girl best friend in general. Mm-hmm. But then again, it's like, Kiana, that's stuff you got to work on on yourself, yeah. right? That's that's not fair. What was the question again? <laughs> <laughs> a Did lot of attention. that is best friend with their ex or needs a lot of attention? And I you s- you are at a conundrum here because mm-hmm. you don't want that one of them, huh? Well, I don't know. Maybe I do like a guy that wants a lot of attention because then it'll make me feel, I mean, wanted. No, it didn't make you feel like that. Like, oh, you really want me? I think it would be different if it was, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Genuine. Like, oh, he just me and me. He wants to see me. If, because we were always together. Like, he would be here when I got home. He would text all day. Like, I didn't have, I didn't have time to. I need a life. Yeah. Any balance. Okay. And then no, the no. life and the balance that you have, you're now saying being accused of cheating because it isn't that yeah. person. I have friends. I have things. I got a life. And so I'm not going to say somebody has to fit into that, but I cannot. It wouldn't be a thing where I'm, I'm always with my boyfriend. That's mm-hmm. just not the life I want to mm-hmm. be living. Or my husband. I Obviously, those are two different things. So I would spend a lot more time, but in the dating phase, no. Um, I'm gonna just go ahead and say plead the fifth. I don't want either one of that. Leave That's that. why I call it off shit. Need that there. Yeah. All right. If I gotta choose, I guess I'll take the the uh, bugable for okay. for ten. Because I think about it, if if he really if he needs a lot of attention and I can get that too. I'm like we're in it. Like I'm investing. I don't mind giving you attention because I'm going to want to give you that attention. Yeah, I if, love you. If I'm not interested, if I don't love you, if we not you know going places. I'm less inclined to give you all that attention you want because it's like... It's overwhelming. It's the feeling about it, too. If I want to give you the attention, I want you around me, and I feel wanted and desired, like, oh, he just want to be with me, versus, like, overwhelmed and engulfed, then cool. The best friend is the ex. I I can't see past that. Mm -hmm. So, I got to... Yeah, I'm with you. No, I can't see past that either. Uh, I would say my boyfriend does have a girl best friend, mm-hmm. uh, but she does not like boys. <laughs> okay. So that was my easy workaround of Good. that. Um, now, he has been, became friends with women before, and some of them he are still friends with, and some of them he had to part ways with because they did not understand the lines of boundaries and things mm. that he set into place. Okay. And I let him know that that is something that he has to navigate if he is going to be friends with women, um, being able to, that discernment, mm-hmm. being able to see what their intentions really are, being able to read between the lines and uh, see what she got going on so you can move accordingly mm-hmm. because I'm going to try to give you the benefit of the doubt. Right. But I'm going to beat everybody ass. <laughs> if it happened, for sure. Everybody ass getting beat. Okay. And, and I, then I'm going to do my big one because okay. I'm still working on me so revenge <laughs> is very important. He know your heart. Yeah, he know what's up with me. He but know. It, until we come to that agreement, yeah, we, I, anybody I've already can catch said his it. I'm talking boy. Everybody. Uh, uh, what they call Assassin Creed. Mm. I played that video game. I said, this is me when i'm mad i can jump off roofs and pull out swords Whoa. in my head that's what's going down let's see wow. yeah any female friend we all got to be friends yeah we gotta we all be. hang out i mean keisha going to the movies oh what we going to see but movies? my movies what the i fuck? was gonna say exactly 
Really? Now that's the line. We no. not going to the movie. You know, what y'all gonna see, Spider Man? No, no, I no, no, no. Oh, you mean the girl, the what, friends what say are that? We going to see? Right, because because I'm going with you. Who, Keisha, the girlfriend? No. It was Keisha. If, if he comes to you, he says. Oh, me and Keisha going to the movie. Keisha is the girlfriend of Keisha the friend. Is the, Keisha is the girl best friend. No, no, no. You and Keisha not going to go sit in no dark room and watch no, anything. You and Keisha not. We all going. No, no, no. If you come to me and you no. thought you and Keisha was going to the movies, we, we're we not compatible because you thought it was okay. You thought it was okay. But you out. You got to go see Titanic and shit. crazy? No, no, I love the, uh, what is it called? The, the. Steadfast. Yeah, yeah, I have fun. Standing ten toes in that I'm shit. A lot of people be holding on, like, I hit PG, I'm leading it. Four the time between women. No way. Well, you ain't no, even no. thought about moving out. No, no, no. You thought <laughs> you and Keisha could go to the movies, and that's a, a good thing for <laughs> friends said, to we're do. We're not compatible. You got a good fit, and I'm not the lady for you. Go find that lady. Okay, no, that's real. Like, uh, I guess the. The Saturday shift at uh, my boyfriend's job is real small, so they got real close. Right. And he was saying that they were all going to the movies. And I was like, oh, okay, so what are we going to see? <laughs> he was like, oh, you coming? I said, you think you finna go to the movies with all them people, and I'm not there, and you be with all them people all the time at work when I'm not there, and this is the time after work that you want to take from me to go be with them, and I'm not there. Your little girlfriend going? Nah, we going Friday. So what you want to see? Yeah, I thought so. Because <laughs> you going to give me that room, huh? <laughs> I, you going to have to walk a straight and narrow and not give me no other reason to think otherwise. <laughs> so that's just yeah. what that is. Ooh, that is interesting. I probably would have the same reaction, though, honestly. If, if he was like, oh, me and Sean are going to the movies. You so you, you must... Y'all must be in a relationship now. Stupid it's not me. I'm, I'm done with this. I'm going yeah. to so bow out. you up with me? Yeah. Yeah. So over. You and Sean dating. Okay, that's it. Y'all go ahead and do that. Yeah. That's tough. That's, that's a thing. thing. That's mm-hmm. a thing. So, yep. Yeah, but we got still got some work to do. I know it. You ain't got to tell me. You and me both. Dating is evidence of your, just, your lacks and your... You know, nooks and crannies, baby. Period. Mm-hmm. Now, and I think that leads us to this next part just well. Final mm-hmm. words. What are you, what are you, what are your final words? I'm going to let King Yada go because she was already hemming up on something, <sighs> sounds like. Oh, it definitely gave that. Yeah, it definitely was like, oh, whoop, I'm already giving mine. Yes. Um, I would say to everyone listening, when you're dating, make decisions that 10 years from now you'll be proud of. Mm. And try to leave everybody better than you found them, no matter how the dating experience leaves or how it happens. Just, you know, provide them with some level of value and a good taste in their mouth about you, if possible, mm. because your reputation is on the line with everybody that you date. And we are all a brand. Mm. That's very grown up. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just gonna say, wait the fuck, just wait to have sex, cause that be ruining y'all perception. That be good. Now you making bad decisions, and now you can't even see your bad decisions. You are moving in your bad decisions wholeheartedly. Oh, signing for shit. You broke it in a motherfucker. Y'all ate at the gas station all week because there's no resources for you, but you are hooked. And that messes dating up. So be mindful when y'all start screwing because 
that that will mess stuff up, y'all. If you gave it ninety days, I promise you, you ain't gonna want to. But nobody, nobody wants to wait no nobody time. Just wait. get them some time, and you'll you'll start to see everything that you need to see over time. Because yeah. they could they can only fake the fun so long. Yeah. Especially men. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they gonna go and show you what it is after a while. So just wait it out, girl. No, yeah. Just wait. Wait it out, girl. James, what you got for us? Um. Y'all, yeah, that's it. Uh, <laughs> that's the screwing part. Uh, <laughs> Mine would just be intentional. Mm-hmm. Be intentional. Know what you want going into something and understand that sometimes compromise is a thing, yes, but you should never compromise your happiness or where you see yourself going. They should mm-hmm. want to fit into your picture just as you should get to a space or a place where you want to fit into theirs and then you paint a portrait together. Together. That's beautiful. Oh, I'm going to have to listen back on this and remind <laughs> right, myself when I'm being ratchet. <laughs> right, I should have recorded it. But y'all, it just was feeling for us. I ain't going to do that. Maybe next time. Who knows? Or definitely the next time Kenyatta's on the show, we'll definitely have the visuals on some type of schedule by then. That's it. You good? All hearts and minds clear. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Thank you guys oh. again for having me. Thank you so much. So much for coming. It's been a good tea, great time. And we out. Bye. Bye. I'm in the big leagues. Tony don't miss me. Balling like Houston. Hey, feeling like Whitney. I need a bag, bruh. Send it through quickly. I'm making his dog. Like I'm in the big leagues. Told him that I gotta go, dog. I'm riding a road, y'all. I think that I'm back in my bag.